Welcome to the Growth Guys Podcast, presented by KinderReeseCoaching.com. This is the number one podcast for real estate agents who are serious about growing their business. Get the strategies and tactics to grow your business fast while building the lifestyle you dream of. Now, sit back, buckle up, and get ready, because we're about to get real. The Growth Guys Podcast starts right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's podcast. John Kitchens is with me as always. What's going on, Kitchens? What is happening? How's, uh, how's Mr. Keani today? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I'm fired up for this one. We spent a little bit of time kind of chatting beforehand. Uh, that probably would have been a good podcast on its own. But, uh, you know, so we're live now. And, and today we're going to talk about freedom and uh, how that really uh, positions itself in relation to clarity and purpose, everything that we've talked about on the past few episodes and how you kind of determine what that number is for you so that you can align things from a monetary level with your purpose and stuff on a, um, a real life level. Right, John? Yeah, 100%. You know, I think, you know, the, the, the question, and I think, you know, to, to really understand from what, what the heck is, is freedom. And I think it means something different, you know, to everybody, but in, in the context of, of kind of clarity and, and aligning within, you know, the real estate industry and, and space and, you know, whatever it is that, that you're, you know, the lens that you're looking through it. But, you know, when, when we circle back around and we talk about, you know, from a financial perspective and we look at, you know, the, you know, the, the perspective and the takeaway from absolute financial freedom is, is really a, a goal um, to accumulate enough, enough critical mass, enough, you know, money that is, is providing an income for you, right? I think that's the big thing is that, you know, we all have this for most of us, you know, we're trading time for dollars and, and we'll do that for a large, you know, uh, portion of our, of our lives and striving towards that financial freedom of creating a dollar amount to where we feel certain that we can do virtually whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want with whomever we want as much as we want in a way that empowers ourselves and others forever. And so, you know, I think too, you know, to kind of, to kind of poke back on this, Jeff, um, I think a lot of those things can be achieved without having, you know, the, the financial means, right? The way, the way work is, is, is moving that being able to, to, to work, you know, virtual in an environment, I mean, shoot, I mean, I'm, I'm an hour and a half away from you, right? But yet here we are, you know, having, having this, uh, having this conversation and, you know, being able to, to collaborate and work. So I think a lot of the, um, the, the ability in, in the ways that we work these days allows us to check the box on some of those within that definition of financial freedom, right? Um, you know, where, right? Like, I mean, I could be, I could be in St. Thomas on the beach having this same conversation and working with you. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and, and really getting to choose and design who we, who we do work with these days. So from a, from a freedom standpoint, I think the definition really is, is, is kind of really comes back down to you. How do you want 
it to be? How do you want to design it? And, and really getting clear on what does that monetary amount need to be for you to live your freedom? And then from there, man, just let's, what are all the ways, right? Putting the game right. plan in place, uh, making sure that we've got the right model to accomplish. And so, you know, once, once we know those numbers, that's, that's, that's the question, man. What are, what are all the ways to, to achieve that freedom that, that we're after? So we talked, you know, beforehand, and um, I think it's important, you know, in our last couple episodes, we talked about clarity, we talked about purpose, and freedom is something that those are the driving factors for, you know, like if you wanted to live in an RV and travel the country and really own your schedule and, and do what you want certain period of time in the day and then work on things for another, you know, literally have the freedom to wake up anywhere that you wanted, like Kitchen said, with who you wanted and do whatever. That's the real freedom. And I think that if you're working towards an exit strategy, right, then I've got to know, like, what does that look like? Uh, you know, whenever it is 10 years, 20 years, what does it look like on that day? What's that free day look like? And then hopefully it's going to be different for everybody. And I'm going to ask you a question, Kitchens, because you have this conversation so much with agents. I'd love to get your perspective, but it's different for everybody. And you need to ask yourself what it is. Maybe for you, it's going to the pool and hanging out all day. Maybe it's going to the golf course every morning and then responding to emails and talking to clients, whatever it is, figure out what it is. Cause then you should be able to reverse engineer and come up with the number that it's going to take. And for some, the good news is like, it's worth it. You're never going to pay too much because it's, <laughs> it's what you want. Right? right. And so whatever the number is, it's worth it. Uh, and for some people, it won't be a huge number for other people. It might be, but if you really know when you open your eyes every day what you want that next 24 hours to entail, then you can absolutely reverse engineer a plan to get it done. And I think that really is freedom at the end of the day. Absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's making progress towards that perfect day, right? Living the perfect week, doing the things that, that you really want to do. And, and you know, when we, when we get clear on that number, on that freedom number, um, on that freedom day, right? What is, what, what would life, you know, look like? And, and, you know, like even for me going through the perfect day exercise, there's an element that I work, right? And so like, I don't ever see a day in, you know, my perfect, my perfect day that I'm not contributing and adding value to others. And that's really what the trade-off is, right? Currency, money is just, just, a, just a trade-off in the amount of value that you put out into the marketplace. Uh, and so, you know, and I think it goes back to, if you think about purpose, when we talked uh, last episode about, you know, we, you do things that are authentic to you, whether you kind of tried to or not. And for you, it's always providing more value and helping people grow. So part of your perfect day, why wouldn't it include that, right? 100%. 100%. I mean, that's when we talk about what your purpose is and what, what, what activities should be in your free day, you know, we're doing stuff that likely we would do, you know, with or without this camera, with or without the platform that we have today, with or without the compensation that we might get or might not get, you know what I mean? We would just do it naturally. And I think that's interesting because you bring up, like you always have a spot for it. It's not work at that point. Right. right. A free schedule doesn't have work in it. You work on things, right. but work doesn't represent an item in your calendar. Right? right. Work is actually the effort that you put towards the activities. 
that, that uh, make up your calendar. But in all your calls with um, agents, in talking about what freedom looks like to them, even just from a business perspective, I know for some of them, it's like, man, I want to get out of production. I just want to manage a team. That's freedom for me. For other people, it's that they want to spend more time at their you know, with their family, being able to go to their son's baseball game, that sort of thing. What are some examples that you've heard other agents talk of in coaching dialogue about that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting clear, you know, um, we, we do have to go through a, you know, from a, a financial component and understand, right, to where um, we, we have certain things that have to be met. And, and in this business, the, there is nothing that pays you more than you personally closing deals. It just, there, there isn't. And, you know, when you think about it, if you have a team member, you're going to be given X percent of every dollar away. So they've got to do whatever, whatever, how much you're giving, they've got to do two, three X of what it, what, what one deal would pay for you. So we have to understand, you know, from, from that, that financial component, it's, so we're coming, we're, this is a model conversation, right? We're talking about what is the best model that supports the lifestyle, their perfect, their perfect day, you know, that they want to, to strive towards that they want to design and, you know, what, what does it have to look like for you to be willing to commit to, you know, um, the Jim, Jim Collins question of, um, you know, what, what does this business have to look like for me to be committed to it for the next 10 years, right? So that, that comes back down to designing, designing the business, designing your life of, of how you want to, to live it. So I think that really comes into that earned income component of, you know, what am I, what am I trading my time for? And what is that, you know, maximizing that dollar amount? And, you know, I, I was telling you before we jumped on that, I, I really truly believe this is the best vehicle, the best, the best opportunity for, for you to, to acquire and accumulate and build wealth than anything else out there. Because one, yeah, you can go and, and, you know, represent somebody in, a, in, in, in a real estate agent capacity and make a dang good paycheck. And, and then, you know, also it gives you the opportunity to find deals from an investment standpoint to either, you know, buy it and hold it right. And, and, and start building up that type of, that type of income or flip it and, and get a bigger, bigger paycheck. So it's like taking advantage of all of the opportunities that this industry, that, that this opens up. And, you know, and you're talking about just real, real estate, you know 100%. what I mean? Having access, having access. I mean, it's one of the few businesses where you talk about, I mean, you have access to all the assets, you got access to all the financial arms that are involved in the acquiring and servicing insider the information, right? You got, you know, right. I mean, uh, you do. And it, yeah. And if you put yourself in the right position when, so that you can capitalize when you come across those opportunities, you're able to build wealth, right? We're able to build wealth in one respect and um, really have an appreciating asset. And at the same time, you know, what's so ironic, like when I spent many, many years in the energy business, that's a depleting asset. If I start producing an oil well, for instance, today, from that moment moving forward, it's a depleting asset. 
you know, prices might fluctuate and stuff, but the fact is it's a depleting asset. Hopefully it pays me income and there are some tax deductions, but guess what? With real estate, I have an appreciating asset that can also provide me passive income. And if I ever decide to liquidate that asset, I have the freedom, just to use our hot buzzword for the day, but I have the freedom to reinvest that money in another property within yes. a time window which protects the gains yes. from that. So I would agree with you that if you look at the Forbes top um, 100 list, they all have real estate, you know, with a comma, usually energy's in there too, but they all have real estate next to their name. Yeah. And if you're, you know, you're in this business, you have all the opportunities and, and if you're not taking advantage of it, it's just because you, you know, you, you just haven't been resourceful enough and, and really, you know, striving for, for that. And, and, and maybe, maybe it is part of your, your freedom plan. Maybe it's not, right? But uh, it, it, the opportunity is available to you based upon whatever, whatever your goal, whatever your goal, whatever your f definition of freedom is, is to you. And it's going to be different for everybody. And so, you know, like Jeff shared, it, it really stems from, from your purpose. What is the freedom that we're, that we're really working, you know, towards? And, you know, what is, what are all the ways, what's the model, what are being able to tap into? So just the investment side is just one, um, you know, but what are, what are all the other, what are all the other things? What are all the other things that you can be doing that's working you to, you know, to, to that number, to, to that financial milestone, that freedom that, that we're all striving to, to get to. The, the thing is, is that, you know, you've either put in the, in the time and effort to think about this, and, and putting a plan in place to be proactive to go after it or not. And, you know, we talk about this at, at you know, at, at our events, you and I've talked about this and, and it's like, man, I don't know anybody that wants to be the 90 year old realtor that's still trying to show properties. And, and the, that's, I mean, it's, it's sad. More, more, more people that. want to be the nine year old realtor. There's more people these days that want to be the nine year old realtor. You know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah. they're getting, business quick. Texas just passed a law where you can legally have the lemonade stand. So I like it. You're the nice. man, you know, nine versus 90. No, you're right. You got to have, you know, you want to have a plan. Uh, some, not, not only just for 50 years from now, but what happens five years from now when the markets change? What happens when interest rates are, you know, are on a momentous swing upwards as opposed to being stagnant like they have been. You never know, right? And so you want to be able to save those for the rainy days. I mean, I remember um, I used to go to this cigar lounge here in Dallas, Texas, and there was a lot of, you know, old timers, for lack of a better word, around, and we'd suit or sit there and, you know, smoke a cigar after having a good steak or something. They would all say, Jeff, you know, you, you don't make money and stuff for the days when the sun's shining. You make it for those days when the sun ain't shining. Right. You know what I mean? Like just because the sun's out, let's not just go crazy, right? Because actually we're supposed to save all those resources for when the sun isn't out. So that's an important point to remember and that entails taking advantage of all the opportunities. I think when you really look at it, you know, just some things I jotted down when you're talking about getting free and what, what that free day looks like, what's probably part of your plan is, you know, I picture it as three chains that are holding you back. It's probably going to relate to either people, time, or money. You know what I mean? And if you can break from those chains one at a time or all together with making the right decisions, then you can make a big step forward getting free. You know, whether that's with people, um, start spending your time on high value revenue generating activity, right? Kitchens and getting stuff off, 
off of your plate, delegating that to other people, that helps break the chains from a people's perspective. When it comes to money, uh, getting your core capital in place so that you have the freedom to make decisions that would actually grow your business rather than just to keep it afloat. Because there's a big difference between spending money to keep your business open and spending money to actually grow your business. And so breaking the chains when it comes to money would entail having your core capital in place so you can make different decisions. And then time-wise, making sure that everybody in your organization knows what their roles and responsibilities are and leverage the, whether it's one hours or 10 hours a day, but they're leveraged on the right activities so that you get a high return on that time invested. And I think if you can develop your plan with those things in mind, you go a long ways towards getting there. And be, before we wrap today's episode up, Kitchens, I wanted for you to just give kind of a framework. If you were to direct somebody to create a freedom plan, you know, just in three simple steps or however you would refer to it, what would that sound and look like? Yeah, I mean, from from that perspective, one you've we've got to know we got to do the math. I mean, at at the end of at the end of every equation, there's there's a there's a metric there's a there's a dollar amount that that needs to be calculated. And what is that? What does that financial game plan, you know, really look like um, for you? What is the number that we're that we're working towards? Uh, what is that destination that um, that we're making progress on? Um, the, the other is, is really making sure that we've got the best model possible to be able to, to, to make that happen. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, that's why, you know, you mentioned creating that leverage and that's, that's my, that's my, the, the third step would then be, what is the team that I'm uh, assembling around myself to, to accomplish that? So it's, it's clear on the, on the financial it's clear that I've got the best model possible to help me to help me get there. And then, you know, what is the team that's surrounding that I'm building and surrounding myself with that's going to ensure that I'm aligning, that's going to ensure that I hit my goal. Okay, that's that's a critical, critical piece. Um, we talk about it, you know, who to hire, what order. And, and you know, there's there's a couple different ways to go about it, depending upon you know, your current situation, as well as what is the bigger picture, the things that you're looking to, to achieve. So, you know, to, you know, to condense it down into, into those three steps, um, that's, that's going to be it. Um, you know, the financial target, the, the model and the team um, to ensure that we're going to, that we're going to hit it. So there you go. Those are some uh, simple framework uh, steps there for everybody to work with. And get clear. Don't forget, if you guys want to jump on a call with something that we call a clarity call to really get clear on what you need to focus on and what order you need to execute the priorities, be sure and go to kinderreese.com and schedule a clarity call. And I love doing these with you, Kitchens. I'm excited for the next one. Uh, appreciate your time, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, always, always uh, love it. And uh, definitely looking forward to continuing to bring more and more of these uh, everybody's way. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Check out kinderreese.com. We'll see you on the next episode. See ya. To find out how to build a seven-figure real estate business in three years or less, go to kinderreesecoaching.com. You've been listening to the Growth Guys Podcast. 
If you want us to help you grow your real estate business, go to kinderreesecoaching.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Growth Guys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast fix to get new, fresh weekly episodes. Catch you next time on the Growth Guys podcast.